I've got five consciousness expanding quotes that will help you reshape how you think about being a man and pursuing your purpose and pursuing success. Stick around. Hello and welcome to the Warrior King Podcast. My name is Michael Riggs. I'm a full-time author, artist, and entrepreneur here to assist you on your journey to unlocking masculinity, manliness, and the warrior spirit within and overall leveling up your life. Alright, so like I said, I have five quotes for you today. They're more like excerpts from books that I've read that really reshaped my mind and my mindset around success, pursuing my purpose, what it means to be a man, and I hope that they do the same thing for you. I hope that you ponder on these, that you think about them, and that they totally blow your mind like they blew my mind. So we're going to dive right into it. They come from five different books. One of them I wrote myself. I just want to share that one with you because I, I found it to be super awesome. Now, I would like to say that I'm not a social with the authors of these books in any way or the publishers. These are things that I just read on my own, on my own journey, and I want to share them with you today. So these quotes and excerpts belong to those writers, those authors, um, other than the one that's from me. I don't own any of these. I'm not getting paid by these authors or anything like that. So I just wanted to say that moving forward. These are just things that I want to share with you to help you on your journey to unlocking masculinity, manliness, and the warrior spirit within. And that's what we do here on the Warrior King podcast. So if that's something that interests you, if you're into that, if you want to better your life as a man, level up your life as a man, subscribe to this podcast, subscribe to this channel, follow wherever you're getting this content and become a part of this awesome community that we are building here. All right. So what I'm going to do here is read the excerpt and then we'll discuss a little bit about what I think about it. And it's my hope that you will process these excerpts in your own way and that they will help you on your journey to pursuing success, pursuing your purpose and being an awesome dude. The first quote comes from Marcus Aurelius's meditations, just in case you were thinking about the Roman Empire today. (laughs) I dove into this book recently. I had heard about it for a long time and I know that it's gained some popularity just recently and I kept seeing it pop up and I was like, I got to see what this is all about. So I read it and this book took me longer than any other book that I've gone through. Usually I plow straight through books. I'm a big reader, but this one, I mean, they really are what it says, meditations. Like you have to ponder on it, think about it, process it, and it's super awesome. But the one that I wanted to read to you today is this. Do not waste the remaining part of your life and thoughts about other people when you are not thinking with reference to some aspect of the common good. Why deprive yourself of the time for some other task? I mean, thinking about what so-and-so is doing and why what he is saying or contemplating or plotting and all that line of thought makes you stray from the close watch on your own directing mind. No, in the sequence of your thoughts, you must avoid all that is casual or aimless and most particularly anything prying or malicious. Train yourself to think only those thoughts such that in answer to the sudden question, what is in your mind right now, you could say with immediate frankness, whatever it is, this or that. And so your answer can give direct evidence that all your thoughts are straightforward and kindly. The thoughts of a social being who has no regard for the fancies or pleasure or anything else that one would blush to admit was in one's mind. This is kind of a long one. I'm going to continue here. But like I said, there are more excerpts than quotes. A man such as this, if he postpones no longer his ready place among the best, is in some way a priest and minister of the gods. He responds to the divinity seated within him, and this renders the man unsullied by pleasures, unscathed by any pain, untouched by any wrong, unconscious of any wickedness, a wrestler for the greatest prize of all, to avoid being thrown by any passion, died to the core with justice, embracing with his whole heart all the experience allotted to him, rarely and only when there is a great need for the common good, wondering what others may be saying or doing or thinking. He has only his own work to bring to fulfillment, and only his own fated allocation 
from the whole to claim his constant attention. As for his work, he makes it excellent. As for his lot, he is convinced it is good, and each person's appointed lot is both his fellow passenger and his driver. All right, so I want to repeat one part of this really quick. He has only his own work to bring to fulfillment and only his own faded allocation from the whole to claim his constant attention. All right, so what did this say to me? This said that basically we get caught up with what's going on around us, what other people are thinking of us, um, what's going on in the world, all of these things. And this distracts us from our own purpose and our own calling and doing all the things that we should be doing. I'm really bad about that, to be honest with you, especially the thinking about what other people are thinking about me and their opinions of me and that sort of thing. I struggle with that all the time. But what Marcus Aurelius is saying here is to not concern yourself with worldly cares and that sort of thing. Don't care what people are thinking about you. Don't care what people are talking about you. Don't care about the dramas around you and in the world and the things that are going on everywhere. Just stay focused on your own calling, your own path, your own mission. Like he said, you shouldn't be caring what's going on and what people think. So right here at the beginning of the excerpt, he says, do not waste the remaining part of your life and thoughts about other people when you are not thinking with reference to some aspect of the common good. So only focus on the good. So like, don't concern yourself with what other people are doing and what they're saying. Be concerned with your own lot and know that it's good. Know that your mission is good. Know that your purpose is good and pursue it relentlessly. But caring what everybody else is doing, what everyone else is saying is like poison to your mind, your body, your spirit. You want to be focused on your own mission, your own work to bring to fulfillment. That should be all that you are focused on. That should be all that you care about is your own lot. And not in a selfish way, but just in a way that sets boundaries and says, I'm not going to pollute my mind with these negative thoughts about other people because that's exactly what they are. That's exactly what it comes down to. But if you just pollute your mind with these negative things all day long, it holds you back from your purpose. It holds you back from your own work and you don't want that. You want to be focused on your own mission, moving forward, your own purpose, and not allowing negativity to pollute and cloud your mind and hold you back and distract you from what you should be doing. So like right here, he says, in the sequence of your thoughts, you must avoid all that is casual or aimless and most particularly anything prying or malicious. Train yourself to think only those thoughts such as an answer to the sudden question, what is in your mind right now? You could say with immediate frankness, whatever it is, this or that. And so your answer can give direct evidence that all your thoughts are straightforward and kindly. Um, So like if someone were to ask you, what are you thinking about right now? You could just answer without being reserved or embarrassed about the things that you were thinking Um, because you're not thinking negative things. You're not thinking malicious things. You're not thinking about being someone's enemy or what your enemies are saying about you. You're just simply thinking about what you're thinking about and you could share it with that person openly. So if you can't do that, if someone were to ask you, what are you thinking about right now? At any moment in your day or in your life, if you couldn't just answer that honestly, you're probably thinking negative wrong things and those aren't the kind of things that you want in your mind and in your space. You want to have a clear mind, a clear vision, a clear vision of the future and a clear purpose for your life and be focused on only the good and this will completely transform your life. Now as you know there's been a lot of talk about how our thoughts have a direct impact on our reality especially when it comes to pursuing our dreams and our success. Like the things that we think about and the things that we hold in our mind shape our reality and if we're thinking those negative things all day long and if we're a addicted to those negative thought patterns and what is so-and-so saying? What do they think about me? What are they going to say when I get there? What are they thinking about me? What are they doing? Those sorts of things. And even the negative things that are going on in the world and dwelling on those all day long, you're literally sucking energy from and taking power away from those positive thoughts that you could be having that would be reshaping your reality into a better thing. So it's like exchanging currency. Like I'm going to take away from my future when I could be focusing on how awesome it's going to be focusing on my vision 
my purpose, my business, whatever it is, and just deciding instead to think about these negative things. And it's a waste of time. It's a waste of energy and it takes away from your potential. So I hope you enjoyed that quote. And right now we're going to move right into the next one because I don't like wasting a lot of time. All right. So Robert Bly, the poet, wrote this book called Iron John, a book about men. And it is absolutely amazing. If you haven't read this book, you got to read it. Like I said, I'm not associated with these people or publishers at all. This is just stuff that I found on my own journey that helps me along and totally reshaped my life. So if you're into masculinity, if you're into bettering your life, understanding what it means to be a man, that sort of thing, read Iron John. I have a couple of copies of this actually different editions and they're all full of highlights just because I love this book so much. That's the dude right there on the back. But let's dive into this quote here. This is actually one of my favorite quotes of all time. It goes, where a man's wound is, that is where his genius will be. Wherever the wound appears in our psyches, whether from alcoholic father, shaming mother, shaming father, abusing mother, whether it stems from isolation, disability, or disease, that is precisely the place for which we will give our major gift to the community. And when he says to the community, I believe he's saying like the world um, and the people around us and that sort of thing. But basically he's saying in that quote that wherever your pain comes from, wherever your traumas come from, you can train transmute that into your gift, your calling, your purpose. And oftentimes for a man, when he finds this purpose, it has something to do with that wound or something to do with those traumas that happened to him in the past. And this usually comes from getting to a place where you're beyond that pain or beyond that traumatic event or beyond that struggle or beyond that childhood or whatever it is that happened to you that you have. Or even if, like he said, if it's from a disability or a disease or from isolation or that sort of thing, once we learn to overcome those things, that can turn into our gift, that can turn into our purpose. And oftentimes our purpose purpose in our life is directly related to that event or that trauma or that negative thing. And, and and honestly, you could look at it as maybe you learned that lesson for a reason. Maybe you went through that thing for a reason. But for me, I had one very specific, very traumatic event that happened to me when I was a child. And for a long time, I defined my life by that. And I dealt with a lot of depression, anxiety, anger, rage, all those sorts of things, which I've talked about before in past episodes. But I basically defined myself by that one event. And it took me 30 years to get to a place where I began to understand and move past that. And now my purposes in life are directly related to those past traumas that happened to me, those horrible things that happened to me. Think about what that wound is, what that thing is, and learn to transmute it into your gift, or at least let it have some sort of contribution to your gift, or even realize like, wow, I'm pursuing this thing. This is the purpose for my life because of this traumatic thing that happened to me, or this horrible thing that happened, or this history that I have and also learn to move past those things and accept them and be okay with them. Don't let them be your identity. Don't let your traumas and and all those negative things be your identity. Accept that you learned from them for a reason and that they are part of your purpose. Transmute them into a positive thing. Help other people and that sort of stuff. So I'm just going to read that quote one more time. Where a man's wound is, that is where his genius will be. Wherever the wound appears in our psyches, whether from an alcoholic father shaming mother, shaming father abusing mother, whether it stems from isolation disability or disease. That is precisely the place for which we will give our major gift to the community. Now I'm going to move into the third quote, which is from Warrior King, Unlocking Masculinity, Manliness, and the Warrior Spirit Within, which is my own book. Um, I wrote this book based on the knowledge that I had attained over time on my own journey to understanding what it meant to be a man and what masculinity was and all that sort of stuff. It's a seven level course, all sorts of awesome stuff in here from dating and relationships, women, what it means to be a man, accepting and embracing 
testing the primal wild self, all that sort of good stuff. It's all in here, everything from my own journey. And the quote that I wanted to share with you today is about pursuing your purpose and that sort of thing, kind of the theme of this video and these quotes and excerpts, but it goes like this. Just as I spoke of in The Lover, living your life in such a way that you are just checking the boxes on the list laid out to you by societal standards will ultimately lead you nowhere. In the end, you will have wasted your life, your potential, and your purpose. If you are living in this way, simply checking the boxes, you will never be fully satisfied with life and you will have a much longer list of regrets than accomplishments. Checking the boxes and living a life of mediocrity is easy. You can work for someone else for not enough money. You can get the house and the two cars and the dogs and the wife and the kids, drink beer, watch football, go golfing, acquire massive amounts of debt to keep up with everyone else and no one is going to tell you that you are doing anything wrong because you are doing exactly what you are supposed to be doing. It's what a follower does. If there weren't more followers than leaders, there would be no leaders and no one would be at the top. Now it's not in here, but I would like to add to that quote, and that's what they want, <laughs> the people at the top. So there's this thing that I call the checklist of life. And it's like the societal checklist that's like graduate high school, go to college, get married, get the career, get the house, get the two cars, get the dogs, get the kids. And it is my theory and belief that that checklist is a life waster. It keeps you back from pursuing your true purpose for thinking that there is any importance for your life. You're just another guy. And you're doing those things on that checklist just because they're what you're supposed to do at a certain juncture in your life. Almost like a programmed NPC, like I'm at this age, now I get married. You know what I mean? It's it's totally crazy. You should get married because you are in love with a woman. You should get a house because you've reached that point in pursuing your purpose that that thing comes to you. Like all those things on that checklist aren't wrong in any way. The problem is that people are doing them because it's like a checklist that's laid out for them and they think that they're supposed to do that in that order because that's just the way that things are supposed to be. And like I said, if you waste your life away and if you work a job that you hate and if you just drink beer and watch football every day and if you don't pursue anything greater for your life and you don't pursue your purpose, no one's going to tell you that you're wrong. No one's going to tell you that you're wasting your life. No one's going to tell you that, yeah, just that. No one's going to tell you that you're wasting your life away because you're doing what everybody's supposed to be doing. You understand what I'm saying? So it's like I say in the quote, if there weren't more followers than leaders, there would be no leaders and no one would be at the top. They kind of need people to be following that checklist, that societal checklist. But I just want you to know that there is a greater purpose and a greater calling for your life. You could be doing greater things. You don't have to be following that checklist to a T and checking off those boxes like getting married to someone you don't even love just because you're at that age. So all of these things on this checklist should be results of you pursuing your purpose relentlessly. They shouldn't be things that you're forcing to happen and going into massive debt, like I said in that quote, or marrying someone that you're not in love with and getting divorced five years later, going to marriage counseling and pounding medications just to get by. That's not the way that your life should be. There's more for you. You just have to find your purpose. You have to find your calling and pursue it relentlessly. Checking the boxes and living a life of mediocrity is easy. You can work for someone else for not enough money. You can get the house and the two cars and the dogs and the wife and the kids, drink beer, watch football, go golfing, acquire massive amounts of debt to keep up with everyone else. And no one is going to tell you you are doing anything wrong because you're doing exactly what you are supposed to be doing. Now that whole acquiring massive amounts of debt to keep up, people actually do that. I see it all the time. And it's because they see their peers or the people their age or their friends checking off these things on the checklist and then they think they're behind so they need to get a certain loan or a certain mortgage and these sort of things and they don't even understand how money works or how the money system works which you should definitely study money all the time especially if you're pursuing success because there's stuff that we're not taught in schools and it's really unfortunate but it's just how it is. But what I was saying was that people go into massive amounts of debt to keep up with the Joneses as they say. Like I said it's a life waster. There's more for your life. Your life is important. You 
you are a historical figure, you are a hero of myth, you are writing your legend every day, and what legend are you writing? What are people going to say about you when you are gone? What contribution have you made to humanity, to society, to your loved ones? How are you providing a future for your loved ones? All of these things come together to have you reject that societal checklist and go outside of the box. And I talk about this a lot in my past episodes. So if you want to know more about pursuing your purpose, not caring what people think about you doing that, I talk about that in past episodes. So definitely check out the past episodes. Subscribe to this podcast. I'm going to be talking about it a lot more. But yeah, that quote is just saying, follow your purpose. Don't be a checklist checker and kind of think about that. Think about that societal checklist. Think about like, wait a minute, I don't need to be doing these things right now. I'm not even at that point in my journey yet, you know? And like I said, those things on that checklist will fall into place. There's nothing wrong with them, but they should come authentically. They shouldn't be forced just because you're being a good little boy and doing what you were told to do. This quote comes from my favorite book of all time when it comes to love, relationships, being a man, masculinity, that sort of stuff. When my life fell apart and I had to reevaluate and learn what it meant to be a man and level up my life instead of crashing into oblivion. This is the first book that I read and it's The Way of the Superior Man by David Dita. Just an amazing book um, when it comes to understanding being a man and especially understanding relationships with women. The uh, the subtitle is A Spiritual Guide to Mastering the Challenges of Women Work and Sexual Desire. So that's basically what this book is about, but there's a lot about masculinity and what it means to be a man in here as well. And the quote I'm going to read to you today from this book is another one that's a little bit long, but we'll get through it. Stick around. You're going to love it. In any given moment, a man's growth is optimized if he leans just beyond his edge, his capacity, his fear. He should not be too lazy, happily stagnated in the zone of security and comfort, nor should he push far beyond his edge, stressing himself unnecessarily, unable to metabolize his experience. He should lean just slightly beyond the edge of fear and discomfort, constantly, in everything he does. Once you are honest with yourself about your real edge, it is best to lean just beyond it. Very few men have the guts for this practice. Most men either settle for the easy path or self-aggrandize themselves, I don't know if I'm saying that one right, themselves by taking the extreme hard path. Your insecurity may cause you to doubt yourself and so you take the easy way, not even approaching your real edge or your real gift. Alternatively, your insecurity may lead you to push, 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 seeking to become victorious over your own sense of lack. Both approaches avoid your actual condition in the moment, which is often fear. If you are stressfully avoiding your fear, you cannot relax into the fearless. So let's read the first part again. In any given moment, a man's growth is optimized if he leans just beyond his edge, his capacity, his fear. So So basically what David is saying here is when you're pursuing life, when you're in life, when you're pursuing your purpose even, you should never be lazy and stagnant in the zone of comfort and security. Just, you know, it's so easy to be comfortable these days and to just skip out on our purpose or to be lazy when it comes to our purpose. So you shouldn't be too lazy. But he's also saying that sometimes you think, well, I got to push, push, push and work, work, work. I got to be the top in the game. I got to put out more content, you know, that sort of thing. Um, And then you end up getting burned out and that sort of thing. And he says, seeking to become victorious over your own sense of lack. And if you were to really ponder on that and think about it, that's very profound. I can actually relate to that because I, I do feel a sense of lack sometimes. I do feel insecure sometimes. And when I find myself striving and pushing and pushing, I do find that I'm trying to overcome myself. And so there has to be a balance between those two things. Am I being lazy? Am I being apathetic? Am I just, you know, uh, putting things off until later? Am I, am I comfortable? And because I'm comfortable, am I 
my life is so comfortable and my kind of being reserved from going hard at pursuing my purpose. But at the same time, maybe I could go too hard and then that has a negative consequence as well. So basically what he's saying is that you have to find that balance between those two things. You shouldn't be comfortable and stagnant and you shouldn't be striving to overcome your own sense of lack. You should be right there in the middle and definitely be pursuing your purpose. That is something that David talks about in this book as well. Um, finding your purpose and pursuing it relentlessly. Super duper important. So find that balance between am I being lazy and skipping out on my purpose when I could be doing more or am I doing too much and burning myself out and trying to overcome my own insecurity and sense of lack. But yeah, very profound. I love that one. Um, Like I said, I love this whole book. Which brings me to my fifth and final excerpt quote and it comes from John Eldridge's Wild at Heart. And it goes like this. The universal nature ought to have convinced us by now. The boy is a warrior. The boy is his name. And those are not boyish antics he is doing. When boys play at war, they are rehearsing their part in a much bigger drama. One day, you just might need that boy to defend you. The Union soldiers who charged the stone walls at Bloody Angle, the Allied troops that hit the beaches at Normandy, or the sands of Hiroshima, what would they have done without this deep part of their heart? Life needs a man to be fierce and fiercely devoted. The wounds he will take throughout his life will cause him to lose heart if all he has been trained to be is soft. This is especially true in the murky waters of relationships where a man feels least prepared to advance. As Bly says, in every relationship, something fierce is needed once in a while. All right, so the main topic in that quote and in this entire book, this is just an amazing book, um, is that boys are wild men are wild. It's just who we are. Those dangerous parts of us, those things that make us warriors are absolutely necessary and learning to accept and embrace that primal warrior spirit and express it in the right ways can keep us from all sorts of troubles in our lives. And I'm not going to get too much in depth about that, but I just wanted to praise this author's work for a second because this is a super awesome book and I hope that you get it into your hands one day. But I do want to direct you to one of my previous podcast episodes and videos, which is Embracing the Primal Wild Self. So if you haven't checked that one out, definitely after this one, go and check that one out or save it for later because that's the topic that that episode discusses. I also discuss that topic a little bit in my book, Warrior King, Embracing the Primal Wild Self and the Warrior Spirit. So definitely go and check that episode out. Lots of valuable information in there. And those are the five quotes that I have for you today. I hope that they inspired you. I hope that they sparked something inside of you. I hope that they livened up your warrior spirit a little bit and inspired you to pursue your purpose and to be a totally awesome dude in life. If this episode inspired you, definitely subscribe wherever you're getting this content. leave a thumbs up or a like or a review wherever you're getting this content. That's how we reach men worldwide. And it's my mission to reach men worldwide with these positive messages to level up and upgrade their lives. Thank you again so much for watching and listening. If this episode especially, especially inspired you, there's links down in the description of this podcast or this video, wherever you're getting this, where you can either buy me a coffee or just give to support this podcast. Thank you all so much for supporting on those links. Um, It really means a lot to me. Helps me to keep doing this. And I, I know that this podcast will only grow and grow. This community will only grow and grow and I look forward to seeing it happening. So glad to have you here. Definitely stick around. Lots of content on the way. Get out there and get shit done. Thank you guys so much. I'll see you on the next one. Bye.